Hey everybody, today's episode is super important and very urgent because today we're going to tackle navigating the new Gmail landscape. As of February 2024, I'm not sure if you've heard this or not, but Gmail is throwing down some really new regulations for email senders. And let's just say ignoring them could send your carefully crafted copy right into the spam abyss. We don't want that. So grab your notebook, listen in because we're about to take apart these updates and equip you with what you need in order to keep your inbox delivery rates high and almighty Google happy. Welcome to Copy That Converts, the podcast that gives you copywriting and email marketing tips to help your business connect with ideal clients who will actually buy. Consider me your bossy big sister for your business. I'll tell you exactly what to do to create high converting copy so you can close your laptop with confidence knowing that you've created words that work. I'm Megan Wisdom, a certified copywriter and bona fide big sis who's helped five, six, and seven figure business owners make thousands of dollars through email marketing. And I wanna help you do that too. ready for some no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is advice with a sprinkle of fun as we learn how to create copy that converts into sales. Okay, so I know you're probably going to have a lot of questions that come to mind after this episode, or maybe you are already super confused about all this this change, and maybe just email marketing in general can be kind of stressful and overwhelming for you. Well, I have a place where you can go. It is our private Facebook group, It's titled Email Marketing Tips for Online Business Owners, and you, friends, are welcome there. It's absolutely free. If you have questions about, follow-up questions about this episode, or maybe you just want to brainstorm some email marketing ideas, join us there. It's free. The link is in the show notes, and I would love to see you. So you may be wondering, is this episode even for me, or is it for those big-name companies that have thousands of people on their list, not little bitty old me, the solopreneur who's struggling to grow her list? No. It's for everybody. These changes will impact everyone. However, there is a distinguishment between lists who have at least 5,000 people that they're sending to and smaller lists, but it still affects everyone. So no matter if you have 100 or 100,000, this is for you. So what exactly are the changes? Now, I'm going to put the link directly to Google's announcement or Google's sender guidelines here in the show notes, and you can read them yourself. But I'm going to tell you, you probably feel a little bit overwhelmed. Your eyes make it big, your sweaty palms. You're like, what is happening? But it's not as complicated as it may seem. There's really just three areas that they're focusing on. And honestly, these changes are all good changes. And to be fair, if you're already practicing best practices in email marketing, you probably have most of this in place already. So don't freak out. Take a deep breath. Okay, we're going to do this together. The three primary focal areas are authentication, unsubscribes, and spam scores. See, I told you it wasn't that big of a deal. (laughs) Authentication is great because we want to make sure you are who you say you are. Nobody wants a creeper showing up in their inbox, right? Unsubscribes. Everybody likes to be able to unsubscribe. It's the law anyways, to be able to unsubscribe easily. And then spam. Who likes spam? I mean, honestly, I do like spam. (laughs) A good spam sandwich, toasted bread with a little bit of mayo. I know it's kind of weird, but it's a childhood thing of mine. Anyways, but not that kind of spam. The spam in your inbox, not so good. Your spam scores are the the third thing that we need to focus on with this big change. So if you're wondering what actually happens if I don't make these changes, well, friends, your emails are going to go to spam. They're going to be put in quarantine. And I think we've all had plenty of the quarantine stuff, right? We do not want your best laid email marketing plans to go to waste by not being delivered to the inbox you want them to go to. So let's take these steps. Step number one, 
do you have a domain name? This is really not a step. This is just like me asking you a question. Do you have a domain name? You need one. If you don't have one and you're an online business, what are you waiting for? You need that ASAP. That should be one of the first things you do. Like everybody's all worried about getting a logo designed at first, but I'm telling you domain is where you should start. So you need a domain name because the very first step in compliance is that you have to set up a proper DKIM, SPF, and DMARC authentication. Did your brain just melt a little bit? I get it because all of these fancy techie words sounds super overwhelming. It just makes us want to shut down and go, I can't do this. I can't do this. But really, it's not that difficult. Let me give you a little analogy. So SPF is, means sender policy framework. And this is just like a guest list when you're getting into a party. It checks to see if the email sender is actually invited or authorized to use the email address they're sending from. Then DKIM is domain keys identified mail. And this is like a secret handshake or some kind of special something that each party goer gets in order to get into the party. Like it makes sure the message wasn't changed or tampered with along the way Like you're really supposed to be there. So again, it prevents email spoofing, which can be a big problem. And guess what guys, it, email spoofing does not just happen to bigger accounts. It happens to small accounts too. And you don't want someone going around pretending to be you online. It's a bad thing. Then DMARC is like a special ID check. So when an email is sent, DMARC looks at the SPF and the DKIM and it checks the guest list, the SPF, to see is that person allowed to be at the party? Are they allowed to use that email address? Then it looks at the secret handshake, the DKIM, to make sure no one has messed with the email or tampered with it in any way. And then if it passes both checks, DMARC says, cool, this email is legit and you can go on into the inbox party. But if it fails, then DMARC tells the server what to do. And it might say, hey, this looks sketchy. Put it in the spam folder. We don't need any of that in our party. Or this is a bad email. Don't let it in at all. Like don't even send it to spam. Um, so that's why those things are put into place. It's not a bad change. Like honestly, everybody should already have these things in place because if you don't, then you're risking, you know, being spoofed, somebody using your, your email in a malicious way. The second thing you want to do to make sure you're compliant is to have a really easy way to unsubscribe. Again, this is a best practice in email marketing, something that you should already have in place. But sometimes, let's be honest, sometimes unsubscribing can be a whole process. Now it should be easily managed with a one-click unsubscribe most email marketing companies have updated this. Just check with yours to make sure that it's really easy to unsubscribe and never, ever, ever take out the unsubscribe link in your email. That's bad news bears. And the third thing you need to do is to monitor your spam complaint rate like a hawk. You can use Google Postmaster tools to stay on top of your email reputation and address any issues before they blow up. So Google requires that you have less than 0.3% spam complaint rate. Now this isn't hard. It's really easy to stay below a 0.3% spam rate. How do you do that? Don't over email. Don't send emails every day. Now the only exception to that rule would be if you are sending emails every day and when someone signs up, they are told from the get go, hey, you're signing up for my daily email subscription. Every day you're gonna get an email in your inbox about blah, 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 blah. Then that would be an exception. They shouldn't be marking you as spam. They knew what they were signing up for. But otherwise, over emailing can lead to a lot of spam complaints. Another one is 
clickbaity subject lines. Just don't be spammy with that. Another one is ghosting your readers. Let's say that you've just disappeared on them and then you, you send an email out of the blue. They may not recognize your name. They don't know who you are and they don't remember signing up for whatever it is you're offering. And they're going to mark you as spam because it's just like, who is this person? And that's what happens with spammy emails. They just show up out of the blue. So you want to maintain a regular newsletter schedule. People know what to anticipate. This is one of the beauties of consistent email marketing is that it keeps you top of mind with your clients, but it also prevents you from going to that dreaded spam folder. Another thing that will help keep your spam complaint slow is to remove unengaged subscribers fairly regularly with a list cleanup. So that's it, guys. There's just three steps. One is a little techie and it sounds intimidating, but honestly, any good email provider is going to walk you through those steps fairly easily. It's easy to find tutorials or videos or step-by-step blog posts about these on any kind of, you know, convert kit, get response, MailChimp. Anybody's going to have this information available for you because they want you to be compliant. So first you're going to authenticate your account to make sure that everybody knows that you are who you say you are. And you're going to do that with DKIM, SPF, and DMARC authentication. Number two, you're going to make sure that everybody can easily unsubscribe and there's a very clear unsubscribe button. And number three, you're going to monitor your spam complaint rates and make sure that it doesn't go above 0.3%. And that's it. You're compliant. See? Easy peasy. If you're still feeling a little bit panicky, let me give you some good news. There are actually two levels to these regulation changes. And so one may not apply to you as much as the other. If you have less than 5,000 emails that you're sending with your list, breathe easy. The core principles like having clear unsubscribe options and avoiding spammy stuff, that still exists, but you don't need to have the full authentication Calvary at your door quite yet. However, when you pass that 5,000 recipient threshold, Google's going to raise the bar. You're going to have the same standard as the other guys have. So why not just rip off that bandaid now and just get it done? Do it now. Don't have to forget about it later. It'll be great. Remember, these updates are about building trust and creating a better email experience for everybody. It's really to keep you as an email marketer, as a business owner, safe by being able to prove that you are who you say you are and preventing others from spoofing your email account and keeping your inbox just a happy place to be. So let's go ahead and make a pinky promise right now that you are going to take 20 minutes or less to sit down and tackle this today or at the latest tomorrow, okay, because I know you're busy, but today or tomorrow, tackling this, getting it off your plate, getting it off your mind, getting it done. Happy compliancing, everyone. Hey, real quick before you go, if you enjoyed this episode or learned something new, I'd be so grateful if you shared it with a business bestie. Or better yet, leave a review on iTunes because by doing so, you'll help this podcast reach more business owners who can learn how to use copywriting to grow their businesses. And that's what we're all about here. So thanks.